Welcome to the Seattle Sports Union Podcast. My name is Abraham DeWeese, back again with Matthew Page and Brian the Soul Man Solak on our episode this week, which is called Hockey 101. Take it away, Soul Man. <laughs> What's Hockey 101? I guess we're going to find out here. Um, we're going to talk about some Seattle Kraken, our new NHL sports team for hockey, and we got a expert here on here. His name is Dave Chambers, and... He works for the Everett Aqua Sox and for the Seattle Thunderbirds. And Dave and I probably met a few years ago, but I believe Dave, you you reached out to me first when you were working at Everett Aqua Sox. Isn't that correct? Yeah, most definitely. Yep. Right on. Um, Dave, Dave, one of the lead ushers there during the during the season um, for the Aqua Sox. What, what's your job at the um, the T Birds? I would say marketing promotions, so run around with the mascot during the game. We hand out prizes, um, meet and greet the fans. I probably know three quarters of our fans by their first name. That's outstanding. How, how long have you done that job? This is my 25th year. No shit. Wow. wow. I'm nice. sorry. I didn't mean to swear so soon. Uh, it's yeah, all good, yeah. man. <laughs> Sensors are asleep at the button. They get, that one, get through. Wow. 25 years. That's awesome. Yeah, I started. I started in 1997. I showed up. I said I want to work for a hockey club. And they're like, "Okay, let's do it." Gosh, the, the, didn't I know that about you? That's very cool, my friend. Very cool. Um, obviously, you and I've talked. We've talked all sports. I, but I know you're very knowledgeable in hockey, which is why we brought you to our show because we we're gonna ping you with a bunch of Seattle Kraken questions. But first, before we start that, you made a trip to see the Kraken practice today, didn't you? Oh, it was awesome. I spent about an hour and a half down there. Uh, There's about 300 people there. Uh, Everyone was going crazy. This is at Northgate, right? Yes. Any any observations you want to share before we get going on our questions for you? Uh, It was probably the most intense practice that I've ever seen. I mean, the the guys came out firing, and they they ran through three or four drills. They had a small scrimmage. I'd love to go back sometime soon, hopefully. Right on, right on. Um, you know what? I'm going to be the first to ask you a question about the Kraken. I mean, we have, there's a reason why it's called Hockey 101, but I'm going to jump right to it. Are our Kraken going to succeed this year? And if so, how many games do you think we're going to win? I'm, I'm going 45. Wow. I'm going, I'm going 45. Uh, we have dudes that know how to score, and we have guys that want to make a name for themselves. Um, Vince Dunn, I'm definitely impressed by him, up and coming defenseman. Okay. Okay. And, wow, and that's... 45 Sorry, is 45 is typical to get into the playoffs, right? Correct. 45 yes. wins. Okay. And it, where would that, for, you know, people out there who may not know, including some of us on this show, w- uh, w- is that typical or did the Golden Knights kind of screw everything up? As far the as Knights, new they screw everything up, they, they were given all kinds of advantages when it comes to draft picks. And so they, they, yeah, they did, they definitely messed it up for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling the fans basically don't, don't expect to be in the finals the first year. And that's kind of what I was thinking too. I, I think the fans want to see us in the playoffs. They might expect us to be in the playoffs. Well, you're, you're saying 40, 45 wins, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I guess I'm looking at 
Okay, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the COVID season. All right. Well, it's about another season, and there we go. I'm looking I'm looking at the standings four, from prior forty-five. Seasons, Matt, to get an idea. Forty-five. Matt is piss, is it's a little bit over five hundred. Yeah. Because there's same as NBA. There's eighty-two games. Yeah. Um, so it's okay. Yeah, you know, that, that's a good. I think that's a good number. A good strong showing for a rookie rookie season, to be honest. Do you, um, do, you th- do you think we're going to succeed more at home though this year, just because they're going to thrive off the fans that? W- are going to be packing that stadium, the crack house every night or what? I, I would, I would, I would say, yes, I would say it's up there with the Seahawks with the, with the, with the, with the home ice advantage. Okay. Excellent. Uh, question for you again, this is this hockey one oh one, and uh, we're trying to figure out our team a little bit here. And I was wondering, uh, I bought a decor. I bought a Jersey from a guy named decor because decord in French decord means uh all right okay. or okay yeah. <laughs> and i thought that was pretty nifty keen and cool so i got the i got the sweater or jersey and i went down to i went down to the silver tips arena angel of the winds uh casino arena and he actually was playing in net in the net he was the goalie uh but i thought he was a third string goalie so i was just wondering if you could give us a little bit of idea is this guy uh, somebody to keep an eye on, or is he uh, just depth, or, or uh, you know, what, what, what's your? Since I have a financial investment in this fellow, I was curious. Uh, what's your thoughts on him? What's man? his return on investment? Yes, what's his ROI? <laughs> okay, well, I, so first off, I, I did see he has a couple of jerseys from from fans I saw in Kent last Saturday night, and he's going to be the number one starter oh. in the um, in the American Hockey League. Okay. And so, so he's gonna they're, get... they're partnering with, with, uh, with Charlotte this year okay. in the American Hockey League. Yeah. And so I don't know with, with the Florida guys and our guys how they're going to do that. But I would think that the Kraken want him to be the number one starter. Is this kind so of like... He's, so is... he's basically the AAA ace. Yes. It, uh, actually, that's a good question, Matt, because I was wondering, is this one where Decord will... Uh, they want him to get like actual game time, or is this just a place to stash him for later? Well, it's just a place to stash him for later and for him to get ice time. And if um, if Chris got hurt or if Philip got hurt, they they could possibly bring him up for a few games. Uh, that's Philip Philip Grabber, right? Yeah, Philip Grabber, yes. And who's Chris? So do they see him as like uh, you know? Is he? I guess Abraham's still trying to get an idea. Is he a prospect? Is he going to get better and, and you know, maybe a, two years down the line, he moves up and takes half the duties in the goal, or is he just purely a depth guy? No, I would think that they, they would want to have him come up in one or two years. Okay. And I would say he's an upcoming guy, prospect. All right. So, Abraham, are you going to be disappointed if he doesn't work out? or? Uh, no, because if, uh, because if this other guy, uh, again, correct, correct me on his pronunciation of his last name, Philip uh, Grubauer. Yes, Grubauer. Yeah, yes. if this guy Grubauer. becomes the the next Carter Hart, uh, then you know, fine, I'll I'll buy Grubauer's jersey instead. <laughs> well, if all else fails, you know that your jersey is okay. Right, because it's it all right. It's, okay. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> and you have an and you also have an inaugural Seattle Kraken jersey. You got yes. the big you got the big patch. Got the patch yeah. to prove it. Right. <laughs> you, you mentioned Grubauer. Why is he a fan favorite, Dave? I mean, we're at the game last Friday, and fans were like already have a group hour chant. I mean, it was pretty freaking crazy. Oh, he, he's played uh, people in the Washington Capitals. He's been um, the main goalie in Colorado the last few years. Okay. He's, he's, a, he's a name guy. He's up there. 
Okay, so he's a good, solid veteran. We oh, yeah, de most definitely. Very, very solid veteran. Okay, okay. <clears throat> um, you mentioned Vince, Vince Dunn earlier. I kind of watched the game last night in between watching my beloved Red Sox beat up on the Yankees. But Vince Dunn scored two goals last night, and he had three for the exhibition season. I know that's exhibition, but is this some guy we're going to be hearing his name throughout the season? Oh, I would think so. I mean, he had um, he comes from St. Louis, from the St. Louis Blues, and never really had a chance there. And um, he become a, a fan favorite pretty fast. Okay, he was the, the Blues. I think their 2019 team did they make it to the finals, or they're pretty good from what I recall. You remember? They won uh, Stanley Cup. Also, they were pretty good in 2019. Then, okay, what I read was correct. Right on. <clears throat> um, my next question is, I'm going to skip to it because I'm really curious. When we were at the game last Friday, which was so very awesome, they came back and tied it with 57 seconds left, and then they went to overtime. And it was three on three. What? Why? I don't understand the three on three thing. Are they? Can you explain that to me? Uh, they've they've been doing three on three. I believe for the last three seasons, it's um, to open up the ice um, and hopefully get a goal. Because um, in the past, when it was five on five, it was just it always went to a shootout. Okay, is that popular in the NHL? I mean, did all the teams like it then, or the fans, or? Uh, I think the fans like it. I'm, the, the, the players definitely like it. Okay. Well, why do the players like it? Does it just get the game over with? Is that? It just basically is, you know, the guys like when it's four on four, three on three, more ice time, more, more chances, more opportunities um, for, for the score. Do you know typically what, what's been the strategy uh, for that? Do you just put in all your forwards or do you, uh, like, it look kind of just look like, uh, three on three basketball almost like nobody had a position. It's just scramble up and scramble down, you know, fire so, that puck as much as possible at the goal. Yeah. So some, so, so some teams run two forwards, one defenseman, some run three forwards. And it's just, it's, 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 it's the helter skelter in the last minute and a half of overtime. I, I would think so. <clears throat> um, tell me a little bit about our head coach, Dave Hackstall. It was, I know it's the first year, but were you a fan when you heard that they picked him to be their first head coach? I mean, I think of, of all the of all the coaches that were out there, uh, he was probably the best one they could go with. Okay, why why do you, why do you say that? Uh, just from they they want to go defense, 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 and he's probably a defensive head coach. Now there was some criticism of him when he was in, I believe, Philadelphia, that he he didn't get along with veterans. He was more of like a guy who could coach young guys. Is that a concern on this team? Yeah, you know, I, I don't think so going forward. I think maybe he probably learned a lesson and most of the guys we have are, I mean, we got, you got a few veterans like Adam Larson and you have guys that will probably, probably stand to him versus just letting him run rampant, I guess. Yeah. And I guess, you know, everybody, Everybody gets on a coach for their first roundabout uh, for baseball fans. Bob Melvin got ran out of this town for not being very good, but he's uh, what, what, how many times, Matt, how, how many times manager of the year now? Probably, <laughs> probably quite a few. Uh, yeah, I think it's three or four. Um, Negative three. <laughs> um, and then uh, Bill Belichick was actually a failure at the Cleveland Browns. 
before he went to uh, the Patriots and became, you know, one of the best coach. So maybe, yeah, it sounds like maybe that this guy, he just needed some pro experience under his belt, possibly. I would think so. I think he, he coached at, um, in college before coming to Philadelphia. And he, and he won championships in college. And most, co- most college coaches don't pan out at all in the NHL. They don't translate? No, not at all. Okay. okay. Um, Ron Francis, former player, Pittsburgh Penguin, um, general manager. Is he a good fit for this franchise? Is he going to bring us bigger, bigger names down the road? What are your thoughts? I mean, they have, they have some cap room and, you know, I, I think there'll be three or four guys that probably let go of the train deadline, depending on what the record is. But yeah, he's definitely a uh, pretty smart guy. They're, 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 they're kind of in a spot right now where they're not sure where they want to go. Okay. There's some criticism about Ron Francis too. Um, in so much that at Carolina as the GM, his teams never made the playoffs. Uh, do you have those same concerns? Um, a, a little bit. Um, but I, he, he, again, he probably has taken what he didn't do well there and probably applied it here. Okay. So expect some um, growth out of him. Uh, yeah, makes sense. Uh, you mentioned defense, defense, defense as a focus. Um, who should we, who should we watch out for on, on defense? Who are the big names and the guys we should watch out for? And is Adam Larson, one of those, um, as the big, he was one of the bigger signings that we made in the free agent period on account of Matt buying his Jersey. And I bought his Jersey. (laughs) Okay. that's I'm a fan of big, of big defensive guys. I just, I am. That's, that's, that's what I like. They got, um, in football, I buy all the, uh, the offensive and defensive lineman jerseys. Uh, but I say, um, so Gio, Mark Giordano from uh, Calgary, he, he's got something to prove. He's, he's an older guy, big veteran guy, Yeah. Um, mid-30s. So he's going to be around for a little bit. Uh, but Adam Larson, he will hit anything that moves. <laughs> he had 225-plus hits last year in a shortened season. Wow. Is that quite a – I assume that's quite a bit then. Um, <laughs> that's, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's a lot. What yeah. would the, what would the average – yeah. What would the average uh, – in, in, a, in a regular seat, like, what would you consider like an average defenseman? Uh, is it like a hundred fewer? Is it that big a difference? Or uh... I, I say around maybe a hundred, hundred fifteen. Okay. But, but a 225 was crazy last year. Again, in a short season. Yeah. In a short season. Yeah. Yeah. But Vince, Vince Dunn, he could be up and comer. What, what do you um, like about Vince Dunn? Is he the same brutal uh, guy? He, he, can, he can transition from from being from being a defenseman, puck rushing defenseman, can score goals, can get back up, not afraid to throw, not, not afraid to throw the gloves down. I also like um, Hayden Flurry. I know him from juniors from a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Also another guy that that you know, played in Carolina, new Ron Francis, decided to come up here. You said juniors. Does that mean WHL? Yes, Western Hockey League. Yeah, Red Deer Rebels. I bet you've seen a few good players over your twenty-five years. I oh, like, <laughs> like I got stories for days of all the players that that I've that I've seen play, players that I that I've known, players that I still talk to. That's awesome. Um, 
but yeah, I want to, I want to stick with defense real fast. You know, from, from an outsider's perspective for hockey, you know, there's Hollywood at least has enhanced this reputation of, you know, the, the goon and the enforcer and, and, you know, the fighting in hockey, they've kind of glamorized it. I know they're trying to kind of get away from that and, and, and play clean. And, and obviously the goal is to play clean. There's still going to be some hits and some fights as we go. But I mean, is that, is that culture still around as much? And, and do we have a goon on our team? Uh, that would probably be, uh, probably be Adam Larson. Okay. That's not afraid to uh, step up and help his teammates out. Yeah, the, the NHL has kind of stood away from the fight in the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, I, I, one of my one of my favorite sports movies is is Goon, the movie Goon, and it, I think I think it's really good with Liev Schreiber and um, Stifler, whatever his name was. Anyway, yeah, so I was just curious if 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 you know, I know I know we're trying to steer away from that, and that's been glamorized by Hollywood, but um, you know, that culture still does persist. I, yes, yeah, most definitely. Okay. I mean, if, there, if there's you know a hard hit on a superstar. Some, someone's going to step up and there's an enforcer. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I have to ask why do some of these hockey players have missing teeth? Obviously they may have gotten a fight, but why don't they get their teeth fixed? Yeah, just to get them knocked out again. <laughs> Chicks dig guys with missing teeth who are hockey players. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Always wondered that. <laughs> Number, um, Number 13, his name is Tanif, and uh, on your in your program or on your television, he has strange bug-eye look. He has a strange, uh, unkempt hair. Uh, and I've been told that this guy is kind of a strange guy. His <laughs> um, All of his photos, he always does something, you know, kind of photobombs himself. What can you tell us about Tanif? He, he will hit anything that moves. And um, so he, he played for Vancouver the last few years, then signed with Pittsburgh last year. And he would definitely be a fan favorite. He's also not afraid to throw down. What else? You said he'll be a fan favorite. Uh, aside from what seems to be, a, you know, like comical, you know, uh, photos, what, what else about him do you think fans would like? That's the way that he plays, you know, hard-hitting guy. I mean, he's, I mean, I've, I've, met, I've met him years ago. And he's he's nice. The fans will like him. Okay. Did you meet him in the WHL, or where did you meet him? I met him in Vancouver a couple of years ago, up at up at an NHL game. Oh, outstanding, outstanding. Are the fans in Vancouver gonna, better than the Seattle Kraken fans? Oh boy, I, I don't see how that's possible. I agree, that's, but that sounds like a just a setup question. That's a softball question. Are, are they going to come down and try to be like the Toronto Blue Jays when they play the Mariners here, or what? Tell us, Dave. I don't know. I mean, I've I, I don't I don't know if they if they come down and be there with the Blue Jays or not. Okay. I mean, I've I've been to games in um in Denver, San Jose, where they have you know little little support. I know the the, the NHL was pushing a Vancouver Seattle rivalry. And we'll see what happens. Uh, do you think this becomes a little bit of a problem if if they push it so hard that it seems unnatural? For example, uh, for anybody that knows MLS soccer, um, they they push this Los Angeles Galaxy versus LAFC 
and nobody's buying it. Nobody thinks it's, you can't just start a rivalry, you know, like the cities, you know, like the, the, the fan clubs, the fans of these cities, they kind of have to have it organically like the, uh, Sounders and Timbers. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that MLB's rivalry of the San Diego Padres and the Seattle Mariners is not real? Uh, well, I mean, geographically, it only makes sense. But no, you, you that's another good example where it seems a little forced. And I wonder if the Seattle-Vancouver thing is getting a little forced. I, you know, ho- hockey is very organic when it comes to rivalries. Um, going back to the mid-90s, you know, Detroit and Colorado, massive robbery. Um, I know they really were pushing a Golden Knight Arizona Coyotes rivalry, and that didn't go anywhere. Uh, there and are so, no, yeah, there are no Coyote fans. First of all, there's, there's yeah. zero Coyote fans. <laughs> and so I think when you, when you when you when the NHL pushes something, it a lot of times it backfires on them. How, you said there's a Detroit Colorado rivalry. That seems like an odd. Like geographically, that doesn't seem to make sense. Well, there was a, back in the nineties. They had a lot of there was a couple of games where there was some some bad hits and a couple of brawls, and they they met the fi- they met in the Western Conference Finals a couple of times. Is that when Patrick Waugh played for Colorado? Yes, sir. Okay, I do remember him. He was good, damn good goalie. <clears throat> is there a super? Is there a superstar on this team? Uh, before the show. Uh, I talked to you like the reason why I enjoyed the silver tips was because Carter Hart, the goalie looked like a superstar and kept my interest. And he was clearly better than anybody on that ice or in the, you know, in the, uh, in the stadium. <laughs> and then he goes to Philadelphia and becomes a superstar there. Is there anybody that like, or if there's a couple, somebodies uh, that you could point to us and say, keep our eye on uh, these guys. Um, Alex Wenberg for sure could be a superstar. He could be up there. Uh, Philip Grubauer. I mean, I think our season is going to resonate is going is to rest on his shoulders of, of how good we do and how far this team can go as far as going into the playoffs and such. Well, oh, okay. I'm thinking of a different person. I was like, uh, I thought who, who is our, um, what do you think of our number one draft pick? Oh, the kid from Michigan. Yeah, he's not going to be around for probably one or two years. He's going to be down in uh, Charlotte. Uh, he's well. He's right now. He's he's going. He's going back to Michigan. Oh, okay. Uh, for this next season, at least. Ah, okay. So it this... doesn't work how it does in every other sport. <laughs> well, you, you can still go and no. Play. This, this sounds like it's like baseball, Matt. It sounds well, like but... it sounds like we have rights to him for a certain period of time. Is that accurate? We, 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 we have three years. Yeah, that's like okay. baseball, Matt. Um, All right. Yeah. And so he, he's, well, baseball's he's one. We, have, we haven't signed him yet. Okay. Oh, okay. But if you wanted to re-enter the draft, you'd have to wait three years. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Matt, you're okay. saying baseball's only one year or something like that? Baseball's only one year. It's okay. Done, yeah. It, that's actually different. That, it's that, actually less than one year. It's that, uh, That's changed, it, Matt. It's like a month. It didn't used to be that way. No, I know. But I mean, it, nowadays it's like a month if, and the Mets didn't sign their first overall pick this year because they didn't sign him in the period. That's um, right. So yeah, but that, that's nice. It's three years. Okay. So he's going back to Michigan and he'll season and get better and, and we'll see him down the road. Okay. Is, is there more value in operating in a college environment than going to the AHL, the, the minor league system? I think there's, there's a big jump between college 
and NHL. And it's also a big jump between college and American Hockey League. So that concerns me. Why would he go to college? Because he's still, what, 20, 21 in? 21, maybe? He's, he's only played one year for Michigan, I believe. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a freshman. So is he just trying to leverage the possibility of waiting it out? or? Yeah, I'm just a little confused. Why would he go back to college and not to Charlotte? Well, he wants, I mean, go back and get your, get your degree. Go back and, Who cares? And you can get your degree. Still. You can get your degree in ten years after you get a Hall of Fame jacket. He, he he's going to see more ice time and have, and, and 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 progress better if he's playing on a first line in Michigan than playing on a third line in Charlotte. Okay. Do a lot of the kids then that get drafted like him go back to college too? Is this a natural thing? And then and and this this is completely normal for a player to get drafted, go back to a major junior club, or go back to college. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. It's Veneers, uh, is that how you pronounce it? Uh, yes. Matty Veneers, yeah. Um, yeah, so he's only, yeah, he's only like 20, 21, if that. Um, he'll go back and he'll grow and he'll learn and he'll come back. And this would be different if he wasn't at a major college, right? Like, for example, he came out of uh, a, non, a non-competing college that – doesn't go to the frozen four that often. Like would he like go every to every community college? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think that I mean we we the the tutors have drafted kids out of college out of out of um Minnesota Duluth and Michigan State that they they've gone back for one or two years. Well those are good hockey schools anyway. I mean you're gonna learn you're gonna learn a lot going back to there anyway. I mean, it's just a good idea. I would think anyway. Yeah, but you're going to get regular playing the, time and you're going to still learn. But here's the thing is uh, back in the day, and this has changed in baseball, but back in the day, it was almost a kiss of death to go to college. Unless you went to the, one of the top four colleges. Um, if you didn't go to USC or Arizona or, you know, whatever, um, uh, you wanted to get into the minor leagues as fast as possible. Um, that's changed in recent years. But yeah, I'm just trying to, again, this is well, hockey 101. The, hang on, Matt, Matt, hang on, Matt, hang on, hang on. <laughs> but this is hockey 101. So I'm trying to understand All right. uh, what, you know, what benefit is there going to Charlotte or in the future, it'll be Palm Springs, right? Um, when, when would, when would somebody just make that jump? Because Carter Hart made that jump, right? Carter Hart played, uh, I want to say a year and a half in, um, in Lehigh Valley, the American Hockey League. Yeah, so he didn't yeah. come back. He didn't come back to Everett when he got drafted. That, I don't think that, he even lasted a year in Lehigh Valley, to be honest. He was there pretty short, I thought. But yeah, they don't have they don't have as big a, a minor league structure as the as Major League Baseball does. So staying going back to Michigan will be like him going to rookie league, kind of you know, in in minor league baseball, I would assume. You know, going to the Aqua Sox a couple, you know, two years ago when they were the the lowest rung. Yeah, but the problem with that is you're not making any money, and if, unless, well, I guess NIL is now available. But like uh, the the, I, I would assume if you go to AHL, you get a fat NHL contract. Am I right? There's uh, well, there's it's a two way contract, so you could say you're going to sign league minimum seven hundred thousand for three years. But if you play in the AHL, it's seventy thousand a year. Yeah, the the uh, salary cap is 
a lot lower than you think it is. The, you know, big stars don't sign for as much as you think they do. Is that in NHL? Yeah. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that makes sense because if this were, you know, if this were another sport, if this were like, and I keep going back to baseball, uh, cause I kind of understand that. Um, yeah. I mean, what, yeah. Uh, that big fat contract, it's kind of hard to, kind of hard to go back if you, um, if you get injured next year, you know, the Kraken won't need home anything. But then he'll still be at Michigan and he can get a degree and you're overplaying that, Matt. I really think you're overplaying that. That's the olden days. I, I really think I, I think the money you have to think about. You can't you can always get a good degree later, dude. You can get a degree in your thirties and your forties. It's no big yeah, deal. But it's free right now. I mean, I, I hide that this guy plays in Charlotte or plays in Palm Springs. I think he's going to go play near Michigan and then be on the Kraken roster come next fall. Okay. They're not going to park a guy that's that's a first-round draft pick in, in an AHL. He, he won't be happy with that. That's pretty high praise. Uh, earlier you mentioned the trade deadline. I'm just curious. Is the trade deadline the NHL just like the trade deadline in Major League Baseball? Is it pretty exciting for us hockey 101 yeah, it's definitely it's it's an all it's it's um it it gets pretty crazy. Um, the NHL Network dedicates a whole day to it. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> and they have like fifteen insiders. They have a whole roundtable. They have you know different 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 crews set up different places. But it's 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 pretty exciting. So that sounds yeah, that sounds like the MLB Network does the same thing on trade deadline day too. Okay. That's awesome. Is it? Is it about how how far through the season is it? Is it about three quarters away through you, or what? Uh, what was it in? I want to say end of February, March last year. Okay. Was that the the usual time? Because we're on COVID schedules, you know. Yeah, because yeah, I want to say it's like mid February, normally. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> that makes sense. <clears throat> um, so I want to uh, I want to ask you one aspect. One thing I've always noticed uh, is it's it's always been fascinating to me when you go to different 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 sports sporting events in Seattle at like the same location. Like for example, you go to like the Sounders game, and then the next day you might go to a Seahawks game, and it's exact same stadium, and you're standing in the same spot, maybe. But the the crowd is completely different. Different sample of the of the populace. Different different people. So my question to you is: between the Aqua Sox and the Kent, I mean, sorry, the Seattle Thunderbirds, uh, <laughs> as, as they're known outside of Everett, um, you know, uh, what what kind of what kind of difference in fans do you see? You know, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, our, so. We have T-Birds. Uh, the fans are, they're loud, crazy. Um, aqua socks. Um, I mean, if it's, if it's a satellite aqua socks, the, the fans are going crazy. I mean, I, we've, we've opened aqua socks games where, there, where there's no one there. Oh, good. Good um, I mean, are you comparing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's comparing. comparing a hockey crowd to a baseball crowd? It's, it's, it's not the same. Not <laughs> the same energy. at all. Um, between, between energy and the fan base, um, you can you can sit back and relax watching baseball, but hockey, you really got to be intense, focused, watching all the plays break down, 
And I mean, you look away for a minute or for even for a second and you missed a goal or you've, or you've missed a, a highlight save or, or, or a big hit even. Or that, that, that always seems to happen to me as far as like the penalties and stuff there because they'll let the play progress. One of the things is as, as you know, I mean, I understand the game, but one of the things that's hardest for new fans is they'll like, they'll let the play progress until like it changes possession or something. And then they'll call the whistle and stop the play and do the face off. And it's like, well, what happened? And my friend next to me who knows hockey will be like, well, way back over there about 10 seconds ago, this happened. And I'm like, but why didn't they stop it 10 seconds ago at back there? <laughs> why do we, why do we wait all that time? And it got to the other side of the, of the rink. Uh, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's one of those, it's a tough sport sometimes to pick up. I mean, I've, I've watched hockey for as long as I can remember, and there's still stuff that I miss, and I still have questions of, hey, what, what just happened over here? And, you know, and the game has changed, and so I'll ask someone, and they're like, well, I'm not sure what happened either. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, you, sometimes someone will, will ask the ref, like after the game, especially in our league, what happened? He's like, oh, we're not really sure. <laughs> okay, Boy, that, it's not that, as that bad. makes it, me feel better. <laughs> it's not as bad as soccer, because soccer – has what they call play the advantage. Um, but then they'll never bother to, the PA announcer will never bother to tell you what happened. At least at least at the uh, Everett Stadium, uh, the PA announcer told us what the penalty was. Well, that's that's the advantage of listening on the radio where the, where the radio broadcaster will break down what happened and he might have more insight than, say, the PA announcer. Okay. Do you have any okay. insight about, do you have any insight about our play-by-play team for the Kraken on route? sports have you heard of them or any feedback um i recognize one guy he used to work for the blackhawks i mean i listened to him but four games in a row and, and they seem to be pretty good very very insightful they break down stuff and that's good um can i ho- ho- hockey has four refs is that correct nhl uh we, we got we got three uh two yeah uh Two refs and two linesmen. Okay, is is that the same in for the WHL or are they like the minor leagues where they have less people working the ice? No, it's both the same. Okay, okay. Always wondered that. Um, they got right now. The uh, Kraken's got twenty eight players. They got to trim it down to twenty three. Is that the standard roster then for all NHL rosters? Or yes, correct. Yeah, so between now and what Friday, they'll they'll probably have a few more guys go on waivers. They've, they've had four guys go on waivers the last two days. Okay, who do you think uh, is going to get the axe here? You know, I, re- I really couldn't tell from today, and that um, they put they put Cole Lind on waivers, and I mean it was really hard. I, mean, I was at training camp today. It was really hard to decide. You know who. Who 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 they want to send basically send down to Charlotte? Uh huh. Okay. Oh, so, okay, so they have to put them on waivers to send them down to Charlotte. Well, they, so they put them on they put, they put on waivers and if they don't get claimed, then they can go down. Correct. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. One of the things that I uh, w- was annoyed by when the Sounders came to town, uh, and I and I love watching them. Uh, it's been a, it's been a fun ride for the last ten years. But there's a certain fan base that's kind of arrogant um and 
you know, they're very uh, uh, provincial about their sport. And if you don't know all the rules, then, you know, you, you need to go study. Um, so far, you know, having gone to a bunch of silver tips games, I don't feel like hockey fans are that way. I think they're a little more inclusive. Have you, in your time at the Thunderbirds, uh, have you noticed anything like that? Or is there active efforts to get people involved that maybe casuals or hockey one one ers like us? Yeah, they have, um, T-Birds have a promotion where it's bring your friend to hockey night. And so, I mean, I want everyone to watch hockey. I think it's, you know, outside of football, it's the best sport out there. And, you know, if, if you, if you, um, if someone doesn't know anything, you're, you're going to want to, you know, you, you'll tell them the rules or explain to them in, in not, you know, demeaning kind of way, but you know, I said, I want to, you know, everyone to enjoy the game. And the, and the more you learn about it, the more it's going to be enjoyable. Okay. Um, back to the roster thing, 23 players, are they kind of like, all other, you know, professional leagues, do they have a certain amount of goalies, certain amount of cent, uh, front line, certain amount of defense? I mean, how do they figure that out? Yeah, it'd be four, 14 defensemen, seven forwards, and two goalies. Oh, so that's standard for usually yes. all? Okay. Yes. Is that the rule, or is that just what everyone does? That's probably the rule. That's what everyone does. Okay. No, because, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm – for example, baseball, which, you know, I keep we keep coming back to other sports because we're comparing because that's what we know, I guess – uh, baseball, it's it's twenty six men, but there's there. I don't think there is a restriction on pitchers and 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 infielders or whatever um, position players, I guess. Okay, so so all right, so there is some restrictions to that, or at least and, and not uh, so you so you you have twenty three, but not all twenty three are going to be are going to play in that game. They're going to be scratched. Yeah, yeah, healthy scratch or there's always an injury. Do they have to have? Do they have to reduce like the active on game day? Does it is it smaller than the twenty three? No, it's twenty three definitely. Okay, so they and can then, they can they can have all twenty three be active. Okay. Yes. How many can they stash away in the minor leagues in the AHL? Uh well, you got with 20, 25, 27 in the AHL, and then you got an East Coast Hockey League team. Oh, do we have one? Do yeah. The, the, so they're going to they're going to partner with the Allen Americans in Allen, Texas. Okay. Oh, okay. That's interesting. And, and then, do when Palm Springs comes in, do we get that to ourselves? Yes. Yes. Who do they fill up? Who do they fill up uh, the rest of the roster with? With um, just people they they sign, um, guys that will that like they'll guys could start in um, basically get a contract in the East Coast Hockey League. And they could earn a contract or earn a promotion to the American Hockey League. So that's kind of their double A. Yeah, it's basically going going from so if we're back to baseball, we're going from, <laughs> from Arkansas to Tacoma. Okay. And then and then are there people on their trip uh, you know, at their highest level, uh AHL, are there independent players that fill out the fill out the roster or is it all Kraken guys? Well, it'd be so it'd be it'd be half so this year it'd be it'd be half guys from Florida and half the guys from the Kraken. Cool. Okay, but, but but once, going forward, once it's ours, once it's oh, it'd be, it'd be all be all Kraken, yes. Okay. okay. When we when we go to Palm Springs, yeah, it'd be, it'd be all Kraken. So they can select select the contract of anyone at that team in theory, and then promote them to yes Seattle. Okay. 
I, that, that, that's a little bit that confu- that's a little bit confusing to me because why haven't we been like why did we only get to draft this year? Why couldn't we have been drafting the last couple of years and stocked up a team? Because that would require thinking ahead. <laughs> no, but what's the what's the real answer? Any idea? I I saw her. I don't. I don't. This is how how they how they said it. So. Fair enough. Maybe the other owners would get mad. Like, stop taking the first round picks. It just <laughs> it just makes too much sense to, to 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 start with a farm system and build up. That's another wow. thing. Is that far, that draft? How come we got number two draft? Why didn't we get the number one draft pick overall? That's a lottery ball decision. Oh, so they do like yeah, an it's NBA. Like NBA. Yeah, so they do, yeah, they do a lottery ball. And so I mean, I I, I honestly thought they should just give us the first pick. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think I think because we're the expansion, we should get the first pick, and everyone should draw for after that. But okay, whatever. It, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> hey, Dave, can you explain line changes? I mean, how do they determine when to do a line change during the game? I've always wondered that. I mean, they're they're only out there for uh, for thirty forty seconds at a time, and so the the guys know that when they, when they jump on, you know, we're three or four times down the ice, and we're off. That's always been the standard then in hockey, I'm guessing. Or... Yes. Okay. It just keeps them fresh legs or what? Yeah, keeps keeps them fresh legs. And I mean, there's some guys that will double shift, but normally it's 30, 40 seconds on off. What's a double wow. shift? Uh you go two shifts in a row. So instead of being out there for yeah. so there so there's guys in um in junior hockey. So like uh Matt Barzell when he played for us, um he, he could be out there for a minute, minute and a half. Well the guys they can it's 45 seconds tops. Now, is that strictly just to keep them fresh or is that just a matter of also the fact that it's incredibly tiring to skate at those speeds on, on ice and, and physically? Yeah. So basically it's just go out there, push for 30, 40 seconds, come back, rejuvenate, get back out there. Catch your breath. Yeah. Okay. Do teams, when they make up their lines, do they spread out the talent so that, uh, or, or do they just, generally just put all your best guys in the first line, then your next three, then your last three. Um, so you, you, you want to, you want to mix it up a little bit on the, on the first, on the top two lines. I mean, for Edmonton, it works out well to have dry Sato McDavid on the same line. Um, but other teams, um, you basically want to have like what they call a top six, your top six best players you want to have on the first two lines. And they and they jelly the lines around. That was a bit of a bummer in last Friday. We didn't really get to see McDavid, who is considered what the best player in hockey. And you know, I guess that's just preseason, isn't it? There's no, they don't need to see anything out of him. Well, they had um, so when, when Edmonton played at home, they 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 dressed all the good players. Okay. And so when they came to Everett, they put out the B team. When Calgary came to Kent, they put out um, their B team. So we, so yeah, we didn't we didn't get to see um, Shane Monahan, Johnny Gaudreau, Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, I wanted what? to see McDavid. I was bummed by that. So who is McDavid? Educate me. Is he's, he's a like the Wayne Gretzky of the NHL now, or he's just but or who is he? No, oh, he's he's definitely the the the, current, the uh, Wayne Gretzky of our era right now. Wow, that good. Okay, interesting. 
Um, he won. Did correct me? Correct me if I'm wrong. He won the MVP last year. Yes, and and uh, I want to and, and then try. I think Dreisaitl won won the scoring title. So, but yeah, he's where. Yeah, the, the NHL is uh, is pushing him as the the new face once basically Sidney Crosby retires. Okay, that's good to know. Um, next Tuesday is our opening night on the road in Vegas. I'm, how familiar are you with Vegas? And if so, can you tell me what the Kraken are, will expect from them? They're, they're crazy. They're loud. They're loud the whole game. Um, I would, I think, I think Vegas is, is, is obviously favored to win. Um, but it, it'd be a good road test for them. Okay. Um, they, then they got Nashville coming up. That's also another uh, a tough place to play where the fans are loud and passionate. Okay. When did, when I'm just curious, when did Vegas come in the league? They're the last expansion team, but when how, how long have they been in the league? When did they come in? They came in uh, 2017, 2018. Yeah, three or four years ago. Okay. <clears throat> they, went to, they went to the cup finals the first year and then – Lost in the second round. Or lost, in, lost in the first round their second year. Okay. Being that you work in, you work for the T-Birds, do you know any inside scoop? Is, is our crack house going to be open on time for 18 days from now when we play the Vancouver Canucks? Uh, I, I believe so. I talked to two guys this morning, and they said the 23rd is – that's where they're going to be. That's exciting. Does um, does the uh, sorry man I did interrupt you I was going to say go ahead. Uh, does the what's your impression since you work with minor you know WHL uh, Seattle Thunderbirds what's your impression on the Kraken either taking away fans or adding new fans to to those junior league teams Good question Oh it's definitely going to add fans I, 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 they won't take away at all. Um, I mean, once once fans realize that they're in love with hockey, and you know, fam, family of four cannot afford to go to Kraken, oh. they're, they're gonna they're gonna you know <laughs> come come back. But I shouldn't say they're gonna come. They're, they're gonna realize that junior hockey, you know, family of four for under hundred bucks. That's one seat in the new uh, in the nose. One seat at the Kraken in the nosebleeds. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. In the nosebleeds against anybody but Vancouver. Three no, and the Kraken, the Kraken hours, they're super supportive of junior hockey. Um, this, so this last week and a half, when they played in uh, down in Kent, they played they played in Spokane. They donated all that money back into the city. Oh, that's cool. Um, for 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 hockey, for for sports in general, and you know they and junior hockey does not necessarily compete with the NHL. It's going to be certain people are going to go to the NHL. I mean, they, so there's in um, in Edmonton, in Winnipeg, in Calgary, Vancouver. There's pro, there's NHL clubs, and they don't they don't take away at all. Okay, that's um, awesome. You're talking about uh, bringing up the Thunderbirds again. Uh, we're hosting them here in Everett on ten days from now. It's the Pink the Rink usual giveaway in support of uh, breast cancer research. Um, and uh the the thunderbirds come to town and, and it's always a great game i always like to go who should i be uh keeping an eye out for on the thunderbirds team who, who's your pick to click this year 
Oh, Connor Olette's going to go crazy this year. All right. He, he had an awesome season last year. But yeah, Connor Olette, um, Tom, Thomas Millich. Okay. What positions do they play? Uh, forward and goalie. Okay. In my head, I really thought Matt was going to ask you, why won't the Thunderbirds win? And, and uh, you know, do you, should you even bother coming up to Everett? <laughs> I really thought in my head, that's what you're going to ask, Matt. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I'm curious about who I should watch on the other side as they lose. I think you would boo them regardless of who they skated out there. Uh, I always boo Kent when they come to town. <laughs> Why do you want to boo us, man? We're awesome. Because... <laughs> I'm a Tips fan. I'm an Everett homegrown Everett, and Everett uh, living there. Uh, I'm, I'm hybrid all the way. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let that one slide. All right. <laughs> Guys, we got, we got any final questions here? I do want to ask. A, Go for it. I know it's a, kind of off topic, but the, have the T-Birds had any playoff moments over the 25 years you've been there? Have they won the you know, won it all or come close to winning it all. I'm, I'm really curious. I haven't paid attention, obviously. Oh, 20, 2017, we won, um, championship. Okay. Uh, did you win the Memorial cup or just no. the WHL? No, just Western, Western hockey league. Okay. Okay. I don't think That's anybody pretty... in the WHL has won a Memorial cup in a while, right? Spokane. I want to say last, uh, Portland was the last one to win it. I believe Portland won it. Okay. I want to say Spokane won it like 10 years ago. Spokane's won it twice. Um, funny story is when they were presented the Memorial Cup trophy the last time they won, they um, <laughs> they broke it. Yep. <laughs> That's a great YouTube clip. Uh, well, I, how I, many times was... has the Stanley Cup been broken and dropped and, you know, drunk out of and whatever? <laughs> Chris Burton was the captain, and he it was either when he was handed the cup yeah, or handed to someone else. Um, they they literally broke it in two pieces. Oops. <laughs> Who's the best player you've seen that made has made it big in the NHL over your years with the Thunderbirds? I mean, uh, it doesn't have to be with them, but anybody in the WHL. Patrick Patrick Marlowe, Matthew Barzell. Okay, I remember Marlowe. He played. He went to play for the the Mighty Ducks, didn't he? Or no, uh, San Jose. Oh, San Jose. Okay. Not and sure and don't forget the, of... and don't forget the greatest of them all, goalie Carter Hart. <laughs> oh, just like two time, still building his two NHL time, uh, credentials. Two time WHL def, uh, goalie of the year. Come on, Do you have his jersey. Uh, I was thinking about getting his Flyers one. Yeah, is he is he sponsoring you? I mean, you're really pushing him hard. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm. <laughs> Are you guys texting buddies? Yeah, yeah. we're we're, we're uh, I'm his fan. <laughs> I'm his fan club. Just you're, you're his fan club? <laughs> President of his fan club? I don't allow other people in the fan club. Uh, that's how much I like him. <laughs> so, okay. So I need to watch out for Connor Roulette. So if I, if I were to, you know, pull a uh, Nancy Kerrigan uh, moment, it would be Connor Roulette number 34. Okay. Uh, NHL. I'm kidding. NHL. Like they, he got drafted in the fourth round this year. That's cool. By Dallas. Yep. All right. I'll keep Very an eye cool. out for him. Right on. You want to take us home, Brian? Yeah. Um, I know you. Dave's a big listener of our podcast, so I mean, we always end the show with a special shout out. Uh, Dave, would you like to start with that? Who who do you have a special shout out for? I'm just going with you guys, man. I mean, I've been listening for a long time, and 
you know, awesome to be on with you guys. I had a pleasure the last hour or so with you, definitely. We appreciate you coming on. Hopefully we can have you on again. Thank you for being a loyal listener too. And 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 don't worry, the bribe for you saying that will be in the mail. <laughs> oh, Adam, Adam Bressler. Good toss to Adam. He's, he, he likes me, I think. He does. You know that. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go next, actually, and I'm only going to have one shout-out, Matthew Page. Whoa. Um, shout-out to Pullman. Here we My wife and I are coming to Pullman this weekend, and we're going home for homecoming. So go Cougs. They're going to take on Oregon State, and they're going to beat them. Maybe? No, they're going to beat <laughs> them this weekend, not like the Huskies who couldn't beat them. <clears throat> uh matthew page you're next so wait you're coming home that's what that's what you're doing yeah okay. we're gonna be singing that during the game yes are you gonna sing it the whole seven and a half hour car drive there <laughs> i gotta talk to janine about that <laughs> <laughs> who's your shout out matt um you know what i want to give a shout out to the staff at the angel of the winds casino arena whatever you want to call it nowadays, the arena there in Everett, they hosted a, uh, a cracking exhibition game this past weekend. It was obvious that there wasn't enough staff there to, to handle the influx of people because it was crazy. Um, and the, and the health check that was required slowed things down really, 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 really hard. But uh, the staff was great. They stuck through it. Uh, everyone I talked to was in good spirits and excited to be there. Uh, I had a great experience Loved watching the Kraken, and really, they put on a great show. And I'm looking forward to this Friday where I'm going to go see the Silver Tips home opener. Who are they playing, Silver Tips? Uh, Vancouver, I want to okay. say. I had it here. And I'll do my shout-outs. I'll do my shout-out here. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I want to I wanna give a big shout-out to Carter Hart, the greatest Silver Tip of them all. <laughs> Uh, also, a shout out to my new, favorites, my new favorites. My new favorites. Did you talk about Carter Hart? Decor and Tanev. Uh, my new favorites. I'm glad that we have a team, so I have somebody in this city that I can root for. Uh, the city of Seattle. I'm glad to glad to have them on board. And of course, uh, I'm going to compound what Matt had to say about thanking the concession stand employees. These people are hard workers. They they're doing the best they can. If you have a complaint, and I heard a couple. Um, directed at the employees, don't get on their case. Uh, I wrote on the Kraken's message board, be a Kraken, not a Karen. So, um, <laughs> um, let, me, let me interrupt you real quick. Dave, do you have a, do you care to plug your Twitter account and you care to plug for the, your Thunderbirds real quick before Abe wraps it up? Oh uh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, Twitter handle is James seven, nine. Uh, it's sketchy at best to follow me. Um, also, <laughs> Uh, this Saturday night, um, down in Kent, uh, home opener. Who do you guys play real quick? Pretty pumped up. Who do you play? Oh, who, who are we playing? Yep. Now, I want to say it's, uh, it's Portland, but... Uh, no, we're playing Portland. You're parting Friday, though. Shit, who are oh, we playing? Yeah we're, play- yeah, we're playing Portland. Okay. Yeah. Schedules can also be found online. That's true. I think at the silver well, tips and phone, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we got we, we, uh, October 9th, it's Portland. And then the 15th, we uh, we hosting the silver tips. Outstanding. Which we're going to dominate, just so you all know. And then you come up here the next day and we'll dominate you back. I'll be out of town. 
<laughs> I, I don't go to Everett games anymore. Fair enough. All right, great. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Check us out on seattlesportsunion.com. As well, check out all the great content here on our Podbean site, as well as iTunes and Spotify. And check us out on social media. That's at Facebook and at Twitter. We will see you guys next week.